Good morning. I'm Troy, and I am an addict. Good morning, family. It's a uh, it's it's a wonderful day here. You know, sometimes when we have jobs that you know we go to in the morning, and and the you know our coworkers aren't there, somebody called off sick. There was you know labor issue, whatever, short staffed. You know, just in general, don't have enough staff to do it. Sometimes it's very frustrating. But I can be very honest in the field I've chosen to work in. When I'm short and I don't have help, I got 50 assistants. I mean, it, it's amazing. Not once have I ever been shorthanded and not had y'all pick up the ball 100%. Simple, a simple door stop, holding the door open for the day. The reminder of how much that will take off my plate is huge. Um, and along with that comes respect of that area. You guys, you know, you respect the area. You know I'm by myself. You know I, I'm going to have trouble getting to and from that door. So we have to prop it open, but y'all don't abuse it. You're not, you don't put me in a bad way. I don't have to go back to the movie room and find you. And, and I appreciate that. Um, so some of the things I, I jotted down today, I want to talk about, we're going to tear the roof off this motherfucker in a few minutes. But before that, I want to talk about the sum of our parts. Um, some of you guys have probably heard me talk about this before, but I want to make sure you understand what I mean. Um, if I, who, who here has bought an engagement ring? Did you have it made or did you go buy it manufactured? Bought it manufactured. Had it made. Okay, so you know where I'm going to go. So if I find a one carat diamond, museum quality, perfect clarity, and I find a chunk of gold, or I take my grandmother's old locket that's made of gold, I can't just tape the diamond to the locket, right? I have to get somebody to turn that gold locker, that gold nugget into a band, into a ring and put a setting on it. Now, if if you had to go out to the store and purchase a chunk of gold and a diamond, would that cost you less or more than a pre-manufactured ring? Less. Why? Why, why, why does the pre-made ring cost more? Because there's a process, there's work in it. There's work in it. So if you've got a diamond and a chunk of gold, it's worth, let's just call it $1,100. That same diamond and chunk of gold worth $1,100 sitting separately has it has a value, a, a substantial value. But when a silversmith or a goldsmith sits down with it and puts his love and care and consideration into that gold and turns it into a band, it's now all of a sudden worth three to five times as much. So the ingredients didn't change. The ingredients are the same. The only thing that was put into it was labor. Work. You okay, Keith? Yeah. Okay. Need anything? No. I'm here for you. We're all here for you. This is why community support is important. Right here. Because sometimes people have pains from things that happen inside of them that we can't understand. And we need to just be there and be ready to help if need be. And sometimes we have to sit in our own pain and struggle a little bit before it goes away. You all right? Yeah. Nothing will ever be more important to me than making sure you guys are comfortable.
Here we go. We love you, brother. All right. So the sum of our parts. So that ring, that engagement ring now is worth three to five times what the ingredients are worth. If I walked over, if I ran down to the store and I bought a bag of flour, a bag of sugar, a dozen eggs, a thing of milk, a thing of butter, some vanilla extract, and some cornstarch and some baking soda. And I brought it in here and laid it on the table. Who wants to eat it? Nobody. Nobody. But if I take all the same ingredients that I just said, and I make a cake out that motherfucker, who wants to eat it? Everybody. So what's worth more, the bag of groceries or the cake? All right. So I'm a parent. As a parent, I'm valuable in my family. As a husband, I'm valuable in my family. As a parent and a husband, I'm valuable in my community directly. As a parent and a husband and a junkie in recovery, I'm a fucking superhero. I know things that normal people don't know. I understand things that normal people don't understand. One time, my wife's a normal person. One time she was talking to me and she said, I don't understand addiction. It's just so simple to stop. I said, for you, for you, for you, it's simple to stop. She didn't quite get it. 15 minutes later, we were on a road trip at the time. 15 minutes later, I was in a drive through lane at the McDonald's. I ordered our food. And as I finished, I turned to the speaker and I said, add another bag of fries on there. She said, okay, we got our food. We're heading down the road, cruising down the road. I reached in, I took that bag of extra large fry, and I took a French fry out, and I said, you want this? And she said, yeah. And so I gave it to her. I said, you want another one? She goes, yeah. I threw the bag of fries out the window. She went, what the fuck did you do that for? I said, to explain the difference between an addict and a normal person. She said, what do you mean? I said, I'm willing to stop the car, get out, go back, pick them French fries off the road, because I want them that bad. I'll stand in traffic. Will you do that? She said, no, I'll just go buy more fries. I said, that, what's, that's the difference right there. I'll do anything to get what I want. You have put a value on it and decided that the value of the fries, getting another order, is not worth the same as getting the pile off the street. So she all of a sudden understood and I immediately was able to think about the fact that it's the sum of our parts. People complain. People get impatient. We lose our interest and our integrity minute by minute in here sometimes. But that's because we only understand that we've had to work our asses off for the next thing we wanted our whole life. We've had to lie, cheat, steal. We've had to go to work and deal with personal sickness while we, while we worked. We've had to be dope sick in public. Normal people can barely get through a flu. Normal people can't get through a head cold. They got to lay in bed and have chicken soup and a humidifier and a towel wrapped around their head. We've been sicker than that working out on the street slinging dope. We've been there and we tough through it. So a reminder to y'all how powerful you are, how much You've already done. It's nothing to continue this road of recovery. It's harder to go back out there and use. It's easy to go find dope. But it's hard to go back out there and use. 
because you're never, ever going to be able to use again without remembering your time here. You won't. You'll never sit there and draw back your spike and not hear my voice going, if you've ever pulled a spike out in a toilet and you've got your filter out of the bottom of a trash can in a BP gas station, you can't be offended by the word fuck anymore. I'm sorry. You can't. But you'll remember that. You're not going to be able to pull back without remembering. You're not going to be able to crack that bottle without doing it. You're not going to be able to grab the 10-pack of fireballs at the counter at Rudders with a clear conscience anymore. And I didn't do it. Y'all did it because you came in here and did some work, which all of a sudden made you more valuable. If you, anybody seen the new Bentley SUV? Have you seen that new Bentley SUV? You full of shit. <laughs> that new Bentley SUV, base model, $248,000. Base model, base model. Sport package, $360,000. There's a $480,000 version I saw too. That thing's got TVs in the back of the headrests, got uh, climate control in every seat. It's amazing. But if I take that Bentley apart, the $450,000 one, if I take it apart and I lay all those parts in the driveway and I sell them, am I going to get $450,000? Not even close. But if I take that brand new low mileage Bentley SUV and I sell it, out of my driveway, complete with a good title and working key fobs, I'm going to get every penny. I'm going to get all of it. So the labor that goes into putting that Bentley together, by the way, I chose Bentley because they're put together by hand, by human hands. The time, labor, and love it takes to put all those parts together to make that Bentley SUV, that's where the value is. So the sum of your parts, what you, if you know, if you came in here and you were an effective contractor, if you were a hardworking laborer, if you were an admi administrator, hell, we've had cops in here. If you were any of those things when you got here, being here, identifying your own character defects and putting work in is just like turning the lump of gold into a band with a nice setting. Show your diamond off and know that you're currently worth more than you ever were because of what you've been through. My daughter walked into my house years and years ago and had little dots on her shoulders, little wet dots on the shoulders of her T-shirt. And as she walked past me, I said, damn, girl, I said, you need to use a napkin to dry the visine out your eyes before you come in the house. She looked at me kind of crazy. And I said, I know that the dots on your shoulders are from the visine you just put in your eyes in the driveway. Because I did that too. I said, now, I'm a boy, so I didn't carry a purse, but you're a girl, and I know what I used to carry around. Let me see your purse. She didn't want to <laughs> give it to me. Why? Because there was something in there. Why did I know that? Because I'm an, I'm an addict. Because I understand how it works. She was instantly completely taken off guard because she realized that all the sneaking, lying, and cheating that she could ever do, I've already done it twice. I already did it once, got clean, relapsed, and did it again. Same lies, just different characters. Same book, just different chapters. Same newspaper article, just a different font. So I'm a better parent because of my addiction. You understand that? It sounds polar opposite to everything you've ever heard, right? But your addiction gives you an understanding of something that they may never, ever need to understand. Because you have the ability to walk in front of that. You have the ability to make it 
a never for them. You can make it a never for them. You know, my daughter has to tell people often, she works in this field too, and people say, do you have any recovery in your life? And she just laughs. She says, I was born in recovery. That's her answer. I was born in recovery. Can you imagine that? Imagine being born with the will to stay clean. She doesn't know anything other than chemicals kill you. Powders you put in your face kill you. Things you put in your arm kill you. That's all she knows. So I've armed her with all my experiences. So now the sum of her parts is also the sum of mine because that's a gift I've given to her. She's a better person because of what her dad's been through. Your children will be better people because of what their dad's been through. Your wife, your boyfriend are going to be better people because of what their spouse has been through. Anybody here got a spouse, partner, loved one that cares for him and wants to support him in everything they do? They sleep well last night? You think they slept well knowing you were here? Yeah. You think that they handle public conversations about addiction differently than they used to? Yeah. Yeah. Use the word junkie in a room full of junkie parents. <laughs> they will tear you up. Because junkie sounds defamatory to a normal person. To us, it's like a badge of courage sometimes. I don't like to refer to anybody as a crackhead. I don't like to refer to you as a dopehead, fiend. I hate that. I hate that. We're not monsters. We let ourselves become monsters because of what we put ourselves through. Because of where we sat. If I sit in a jail cell and my celly is a serial killer, how long before I start thinking that way? If I walk around in the streets with a dope fiend, how long before I start thinking that way? But if I walk around as a man in recovery and invite people into my world, how long before they start thinking my way? It's up to me to do that. It's up to y'all to do that. Every single one of you in this room is going to be empowered when you leave here with a sense of integrity that you didn't have when you got here. Am I right? Am I right? So it's your responsibility to give those things away. I have a story I tell sometimes about um, I was a I was executive chef most of my life. Uh, I worked in retail after my divorce, you know, trying to stay away from the Xanax in, in restaurants. Um but when I was when I was interviewing prospective employees as an as an executive chef, I knew there were certain things I wanted out of those people. There were certain questions I asked during the interview process. Your resume could have said anything. I doubt if I even read it. I read you as a person as I interviewed you. And the interview questions were not the job application. They were not the interview. It was the second you left my desk. Because while I was having that interview, while I was discussing what seasoning do you put on white green beans or white beans? While I was discussing that, I've got your attention. Behind you, I had one of my other associates walk up and drop a piece of trash on the floor of my doorway and leave. And I would stand up and I would thank you and shake your hand. And as you left, if you did that, you did not get a call back. But on your way out the door, if you did this, I hired you before you left the room. I'd say, hold up. Come on back. When, you're, when, you're, when can you start? 
because I wanted people that had integrity, not people that had talent or skill. I don't care about that because who in here is good at recovery? I didn't say how many times have you tried? I said, who in here is good at it? I didn't even raise my hand. I didn't even raise my hand because I'm not good at it. I don't have a talent at it, but I have more integrity than anybody I know because I want to do the right thing every single time I do anything. I want to do it the best I can. I never want anybody to have to wait. You know, I'm eating myself up over your crutch tips, eating myself up. I've tried three times. I went out three times. Every time I go, I can't find them. I'm going to have to go to a hospital supply store. But what I'm saying is he knows I'm trying. He doesn't doubt that for a minute because I said I was going to. The way to build integrity is to recognize what you're convicted at, what you have the determination to do every single time and do it. When you're standing in the in the 7-Eleven, in the line at the 7-Eleven, in the, the line at Rudders, and the guy in front of you pulls his wallet out of his pocket, and I know a lot of you guys hear me say this all the time, and I don't care, I'll say it again. He pulls his pocket, his money out, his money falls to the floor while he pulls his wallet out, he pays for his stuff. Our instinct as addicts is this, isn't it? That's the first thing we do. We cover that 20. Well, that's integrity, brother, you're hired. Um, and, then, and then what I would do, is I'd bend down and I'd tie my shoe while I tuck that 20 in my sock and then I'd stand up and go about my business. Anybody else done that? Okay. It took no integrity for me to do that. I was $20 richer, but what's more valuable? Personal integrity or $20? 100%. Now, I ask you this. The guy who dropped the 20 in front of you, what do you know about him? Nothing. What was that 24? You got no idea. Oh, let's get a Ric Flair. Woo. Hey, as soon as you get out there, pick up the phone. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Once again, green eyes don't miss you. Thank you. All right, y'all. Love y'all, man. All right, so.
hold on just a minute. Go ahead. You can tell. All right, so what we were saying was the, the $20 you just picked up from the guy you don't know nothing about. I want you to put a couple scenarios into your head. That $20, he's standing there buying a pack of cigarettes for himself because he only had $27 left before he had to go buy diapers to take to his baby's mama's house. He only had $20 left because he had about an hour and a half before he was going to get ill. How about that? How about you took $20 from a man that had enough money to buy one bag of dope so he wouldn't get sick? I'm not saying that it's okay to use a bag of dope to get out from behind it, but I'm telling you, you don't know what he's going through. You don't know what he needs that money for. And you're going to experience this much joy eating $20 worth of Taco Bell and you put this man out in the street dope sick. Think about that a minute. Think about that. But if you pick that $20 bill up, like that man over there said, and you do this. Hey, man, you dropped this. He is going to feel joy and elation because he didn't lose it because he got it back. You're going to get joy and elation because you helped a man. Good. What do you need? I got you. I got you. Yep, yep. Yeah, they're out here. Christy, you got Brandon stuff? Okay, okay. Yep, perfect. I love y'all, man. I got All right, so you got experience giving it back. What's it feel like? Right. But you, but you, but you experienced a little bit of integrity that day that you've never lost, never lost it. <laughs> and you gained a little bit of integrity that you didn't have before. You can never, ever, you'll never lose integrity that you build, ever. It just gets bigger and bigger. What do you got? So there, I mean, I, there we go. That's building integrity is a, is a brand new shield. It's one, it's, it's not lies. It's not manipulation. It's not humor. It's not any of those things. Those are the shields that we build up around our addiction sometimes. But integrity is its own kind of shield. It has its own meaning. It carries its own weight. Um, when you walk away from that gas station, the guy who you gave the 20 bucks to, the lady behind the counter who saw you give it back, the girl that was standing behind you that saw it hit the ground too and didn't take it, all those people were affected by that one moment of good that you did. That one second of something good that you did. Every day I try to do the next right thing for the next right reason. 
When I start to talk, sometimes you'll notice I put my right foot forward. And I do that because I want to remember that everything I do is setting y'all on the right path. Everything I do is giving me the right to say what I want to say. All that I've got, I've earned. Everything I've lost, I gave away. My addiction didn't steal from me. My addiction gave me the option to give away everything I had if I wanted to. And I chose to do that. My relapse didn't jump into my lap and say, I'm going to take everything you got and everything you built in these past six years. I welcomed it in. I set it on my lap like Santa. And I gave it all my shit. Addiction's not a criminal. But addiction starts criminals. We don't have to live that way anymore. We can consider ourselves better than we used to be because of the things we've been through. When we do that one thing that we remember, we never would have done an active addiction. It's going to build integrity. It's going to build integrity tenfold to whatever you thought it was. Making somebody else happy will start to become your joy. You'll be like, what can I do today to make somebody else happy? What can I do today to help a man in need? You just get up and do it. You don't have to volunteer to accept all of life's challenges. You just have to show up and take them as they come and know that you did the best you could for you first and then the world next. Your recovery has got to be your priority. Being an addict in recovery gives you a strength that a lot of people will never, ever experience. When you walk into a room and you see somebody struggling and sick and suffering and you find in your heart to walk over, lay hands on them and tell them it's going to be okay. When you were out there using, would you have done that? You might help. You might help them find Narcan. You might help the help. You might push them out the car at the emergency room door and then take off. You might run out of the bathroom where you just literally one of your buddies is a body on the floor and try to get help. But not anymore. Now you chase it before it happens. Now you want to help before it happens. Now I want to help you not get sick. I don't want to help you through being sick. I want to help you never get sick again. I want you to understand that everything you've built up, the integrity that you've gained in this room, you're going to carry with you out there. The integrity that you build out there, you're going to carry with you forever. And there's going to come a day where you can start a story with, man, I used to. And the story behind that's going to sound terrible. But the person telling it is going to look like a hero because you don't live that way anymore. So there's three action words that I use today that I use every day that I want you guys to remember. These are not just words that we say. These are actions. A complaint means you're ungrateful. Know that. A lack of focus on good means you are not being kind. And an action that creates animosity between two people is the opposite of love. So today I ask you to be grateful for everything that you've been given and everything that was taken from you and everything you threw away. I want you to be kind in everything you say and do to every staff member and every community member in the building. Every cat, every dog, every bird, be kind. Put bird food in bird feeders. Simple things like that. Make the world a better place. And most importantly, when you walk in a room that you feel there's suffering there, whether it's a withdrawal management room here in this facility or the movie room while there's an argument over the remote control, I want you to be love where there isn't any. 
Be the one that stops that shit. Messing with each other joyfully is fun, but sometimes it provides a very dirty message underneath. Doesn't it? And then I am crushing this shit. Today, for everything I'm given, everything is taken away, and everything I throw away by my own choice, I will be grateful. For every action that I provide publicly and within myself to other people or other creatures on this plane of existence, I will be kind. And when I walk into that room that just smells wrong and has a real bad feel, I will be the one who's going to be loved where there is none. Who's happy they're clean today? I am. Who's happy they got a seat here? I am. Who's happy they got a bed today? Who's going to trudge through even when treatment work sucks? What are y'all doing here today? Oh, that was a good one. If that's where we start, where are we going to end? What are y'all doing today? Oh my goodness, that would actually hurt. Hurt me this time. What are y'all doing? I'm Troy, I'm an addict, and I'm proud to be clean today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>